1: Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness.
0: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery.
2: Now entering Nerdist.com.
1: sure and man. put your mouth on the mic oh, put your
2: okay, mouth on the no, mic we didn't this mic is great happening. compared to the one i was on earlier it oh, is nice no, on one. this the one damn good mic it's a good mic i can just kind of be right here and it sounds full cool. oh, this the, one you got to be right up that's on. not
1: the one that was the one that neil gaiman was on earlier
2: yeah yeah <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> what are
1: you doing
2: maybe I'm, you can, I'm trying to the get any essence of, he left on here god you're trying to
1: phenomenal individual
2: I uh, Matt, ma- <laughs> could
1: have ma- talked to him for seven hours,
2: and I would have listened. Yep. I like. It's like I think this is the first time. Me and Matt were just uh, we're like, we just re- we were talking here before you got here. I'm just like, it's like well, we didn't say a thing, and I, I and we were both like, I, I but I didn't mind. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> want great. to. I no, wanted to just keep fine. on hearing him talk.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to post that one because I was definitely not in comedy mode. I was in teach me your wisdom yeah, mode. And, yeah, yeah. No, and and it's I just, good to have those every once in a while. It's great. Well, he, he's such a great guy and so genuine and sweet and, and just a and a brainiac. Plus, you know, he yeah. made me cry. No one makes me cry. I Will make he,
0: you cry constantly. Well, besides you.
1: Well, whining and crying aren't really the same thing. No. You guys did it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I guess it's not By the way, hard. Matt doesn't cry on the podcast. This doesn't turn into a very special Nerdist episode. Oh, yeah. my God. Please, no.
0: <laughs> no. you After just, the you... last one was titled, Sorry, Matt. I don't <laughs> think we <laughs> need... <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was worried that people might think that you got kicked off the show or something. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, Sorry
2: Matt. See you later.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but uh, great job last night on the Nerdist TV pilot, you guys. I you cannot, great job. No, I was. It was. So, you know it, what was really fascinating to me was this is a really great lesson. I was so much in producer mode in my head that I I wasn't like during the show. I was just like, oh fuck, okay. Did that go okay? Did that? Is this part going okay? What happened? Because we had like a, there was a weird camera issue. There was like some sort of a, a timing issue with the. Yes, tape machines that they were yeah. using here to take yeah. the show, so we had to stop down for about twenty five minutes. But but other than that, like You mean at the place we record on the CDs? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but when I think back, uh, you know, when I think back and replay the moments I had, Craig Ferguson was phenomenal. I mean, I can't I, I can't even begin to express the gratitude that i have for having that guy in my life like he's such a great he's a great role model he's hilarious he's super loyal and great as a friend yeah and
2: multiple he, people have told me today there's after seeing him last night i was like i'm gonna start watching that guy's show he's yeah. one of the funniest guys i've ever seen in person he's
1: so fantastic and then our special guest was super uh, awesome too and and people dressed up and it just it just felt fun like it felt like i mean i don't know what's gonna happen with it i hope we get to do more of them um BBC was great with us they let us you know like they they gave us good direction and they but they still let us do what we wanted yeah. and the set looked incredible and just exactly the way I pictured it and you know like I don't know if we ne- even if we never do another one if we don't get to do any more some I'm I'm proud I was very honored to have done it with you guys and worked with the team we did and know you know, um, Boyd Vico and Brad Stevens and uh, and KP Anderson and Kristen Rutherford and and yeah. you guys like it was so much fun to see Matt Myra in a writer's room like working, <laughs> and, you know, like actually like pitching jokes. Yeah, no, it was it he was came up incredible. with our he came up with our bit for our uh, David O'Doherty correspondent piece. Yeah, exactly. No, it, it was
2: Which funny though. There was one of the production be me-
1: really good because we haven't One of
2: the uh, one of the production meetings um, we were in, he was like just swaying back and forth in his chair. Well, Jay James, one of the, you know the higher ups for the studio, I was talking, to, and I kind of had to like just kind of hold his chair. I was like, don't, don't. <laughs> and then, he, and then he had his head down on the table. <laughs> You remember that he just—he put his head down on the table. I was, I was looking the, at
0: Chris. He was on the other side.
2: look over there. And the head he was is, looking at me adorably yeah, down like, the he table. Like, he was looking at sports on his fucking iPad. I was well, just like, I was important like, important things happen. Here. I was like, yeah, put it away, put it away.
0: <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> ignorance is what makes me look comfortable.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that guy. Is? That guy doesn't give a shit. He must know all the. Th- but I gotta say, I mean,
1: um, you know. Whether I mean it's easy, I, I'm I'm pretty comfortable doing television after all this time, and even sometimes if I'm not comfortable, I can fake it really well. Yeah. Um. But you guys were totally comfortable on the panel. You yeah. seemed totally like, oh, you do this shit all the time. I was really proud of well, you. It was the podcast with the camera. I yeah. know, I know, but but it's a little well, bit more. I of it it's is. a little bit more structured don't, as a don't TV. Don't get it in my head. because okay, would right. be uncomfortable. All yeah. I'm saying, Matt, is there are way more opportunities for you to fuck <laughs> it up on a larger scale. Anyway, uh,
2: you did you did great. There was you know, and we've worked on things together we've been friends for a long time a decade yeah um and a a decade a
1: decade yeah (laughs)
2: um and uh i don't know it's it was uh it was a nice uh uh zenith of moments just to like you know like like the show started you were saying hi to everybody you sang a song for everybody with mike Furman. uh you know you you never lost your 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 charm and like and to also like see you running around basic you know running the fucking show (laughs) Um, and just because you know, like your your control freak tendencies, uh, of course, kicking into high gear.
1: I mean, I don't know if I can completely take credit for running the show. I mean, KP and yeah, KP, Boyd was running
2: around doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah. It's like, you know, but it it was uh it was it was neat seeing that. Like, you know, it was neat seeing you. Like, <laughs> are you guys in wardrobe?
1: A, Let's go over here. Where's that guy? We need that guy over there. Yeah, and it I'm was like, awesome.
2: And That's I some... I wanted to like tell you, I was like, Chris just. Start thinking about just being charming. Don't think about this because you you brought together the right crew to not have to worry about that stuff
1: yeah it's, I, I'm just so you know I'm so used to always doing everything myself yeah that's very hard you know it's, it's a good lesson and no 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 no, no. you hire people that you respect and trust which, which we did yeah and, uh, and then you don't have to worry about that because then you
2: run, you run the risk of bottlenecking stuff sure because yeah. everyone will be like well uh, you know I, I, I am supposed to make the decision on this but I, I want to wait till this guy says it's okay then everything yeah. starts slowing up a bit you know but, by the
1: way um, Zenith of Moments is my uh, pan flute uh, tribute
2: album <laughs> Zenith of moments, Chris Hardwick. <laughs> that's the new uh, deep thoughts. Yeah,
1: Zenith of moments.
2: As I stood there,
1: it'll replace noodle stories. Yeah, Zenith, Zenith of moments. Zenith of moments. Start
2: the hashtags, uh, assholes. Oh, I fucking
1: hate Zenith of moments. <laughs> yeah. What? No, that's just Zenith of the moments is just a pleasant-sounding phrase. Yeah, How can you yeah. be angry at Zenith of it's moments? It's not a
2: thing we are declared. It's a thing we just said. It's, uh, which is like some of, the, some of the points brought up by Neil Gaiman, like it's just like it wasn't uh, like now
1: it is canon. Yeah. Now it's canon.
2: <laughs> I think that like that, that says a lot about, you know, so many things. And, you know, I remember one time I, I said to uh, when I first met Laura Keitlinger, I was like, oh, there's this line you have that's, uh you know, I've been in so many um uh I've uh, shitty relationships. I feel like I should be in a shitty marriage by now. <laughs> um, and she's like she's all that's just some dumb thing I said offhandedly it's not even anything I ever said again but it was on a set I did on TV and now that's the thing everyone quotes of mine like, Yeah, I've, and now it's canon
1: I've had that I've had that with a couple people like with um. I when we had did we, did we bring this up with Sarah Silverman and I was like oh you did this great song that one time or like in my vagina and she was like what I go <laughs> to Embar like you know like three or four years ago or f- four or five years ago and she was like <laughs> I did that song one time. Yeah, like really, because it felt like a bit. to yeah. me. It felt like a done, a done bit.
2: That happens so much on the show, though. I mean, you know, when that those in the, uh, the happens episodes? all no. the time yeah. because no, that's I mean. all
1: we do is talk.
2: Yeah, I know, but like, so, but I don't remember everything. I mean, no, I don't remember just, anything. Yeah, you know, a lot of the people, and we appreciate you guys paying attention, but you know, sometimes I'm, I just I don't remember every fucking thing I say every day, and we, we talk a lot on the show, and we're like,
0: well, if you, it's different if you're listening, because I feel like we're just talking. And not particularly listening in the moment, it just turns it is a conversation that we've had.
1: These are conversations so that we, we record. we get the gist of it. And anyone, anyone in their life will remember maybe one one hundredth of the things <laughs> yeah. they said in a day. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then you go so, back, and on the internet, it's like this crazy thing. And I used to always get that when I would listen to Howard Stern, and people would call in and comment on something he'd said the week before. Totally and they forgot. Didn't remember saying, but I remember him saying that. Yeah. That's kind of what it is with the podcast. Now people will say, "Baba so booey,
2: baba booey." Uh, Howard Stern's penis. <laughs> That was
1: Captain, Myra Bouie, Myra oh, Buoy. Myra buoy, yeah. yeah. Myra buoy.
2: Myra Bouie. I want
1: that. Yeah, <laughs> All right, if I'm Big C, you get to be Myra Bouie. <laughs> <laughs> that is now a
2: thing. You just Myra Buoy is fucking great. Myra <laughs> Bouie, <laughs> God, because it reminds me of like, like your boo boo too. Totally it's totally kinda... gonna stick. We're gonna start calling you Myra Bouie. Myra Buoy, Myra Buoy. <laughs> Myra Bouie. <laughs> Big C's penis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Maribou, Maribu, Maribu, Maribu Jonah, Jonah Rice penis, Maribu. Mm.
1: I don't know. <laughs> do you still listen to Howard? I do, yeah. So you have the series? Uh, I don't. How do
2: you listen to Howard? Then?
1: The internet. Oh! Don't tell anyone. I won't say a thing.
2: People go crazy for that. You know, uh, Eli does a lot of stuff on stream Yeah, Eli. He does yeah, a lot he, li-
1: he writes Robin parody songs. That he's a, in a mensch. Air. That Eli Braden. Eli Braden yeah. it does done, If you've ever seen, if you've ever seen uh, a guy in his underwear on WebSoup that's probably Eli Brayden <laughs>
2: just <remember laughs> Or your a older, diaper. The older brother says, "Hey, Chris, why don't you get all the points."
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Eli has been doing was doing crowd warm up for us on WebSoup like coming because he's a great. He does you know he does comedy songs and he comes in and, and he, he does
2: he, good covers too and yeah.
1: and uh yeah so i'm so glad i always love when people kind of go off and like oh that guy's doing a thing now that's so nice yeah
2: yeah he's 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 one of the sweetest guys i know his wife is awesome and it's just the weird still weirds me out that he has two kids yeah the guy <laughs> who makes those songs has kids the guy who wrote the song about periods has two kids yeah 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 <laughs> uh but yeah he's he's an awesome dude i like eli a lot yeah it's one of those guys you come across where you're like, you're just trying to do funny things and just being a nice guy. Nothing else. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. I
1: did, uh, after we shot the pilot last night, I had, and then a little bit this morning, just sort of a weird postpartum depression I mean like it it is sort of like birthing an emotional baby yeah like when you when you finish a project mm-hmm. that you've been working on for a really long time and it's not you know well it's not totally done yet it still has to be like they still Edited. have to edit down the, yeah, I'll be there on and Friday we must, we must have shot an hour of footage to I don't want to
2: be in that fucking booth. <laughs> <To edit down laughs> I don't want to like, be anyway you know
1: 18, 22 minutes so,
2: wait what does that mean I think that's from a, co- uh, a reference to a joke that we cut out ah fuck me no <laughs> like going back no! and then trying to trying to find uh, yeah that's
1: yeah that's how Fun. I'm glad you'll be in on the editing process, though.
2: Yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be there for the uh, David O'Doherty stuff, which uh, should be a blast. I'm going in
0: you. for that too. Good for you, buddy. Good for you, Myra <laughs> Bowie.
2: Oh, Myra Bowie. Myra Bowie. That's so
0: cool. uh, uh, <laughs> Look
2: at how tickled he is by Myra yeah, you Bowie. Yeah, you got, you got
0: your nickname. It's hate is what it is. That was the it's face hate. that turned into a smile. Really?
2: You, when mean. you get full of anger, you start to giggle and shake? That's how I deal with my emotions. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's that's the physical reaction of shoving it down your uh, fucking Catholic Boston body.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Bringing it down. Putting it down. Mm. Giving it up to the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: of guilt and anger.
1: You didn't go to Catholic school, did you? Yeah. You did? Yeah. yeah. Have we talked about this before? I don't know. This I think, might go yeah, back to not remembering what we talked about. Yeah, yeah. We'll well, just, yours like, wasn't all boys. Like, mine was all boys. No, I went to mine I went wasn't all boys all, Catholic
0: no. school. It is, maybe it's on Nerdistpedia. There should be one. And then they can... <laughs>
1: I can't even fucking everything. get... I put something on Wikipedia because my mom isn't on there. Yeah. You know, I've had to explain to both of my parents how Wikipedia works, because they're both... Because people were putting incorrect information on there. Right. And so I had to explain my mom was like... Why? I'm, my name isn't Marge, and I'm not a psychotherapist. Why would you? Are you ashamed of oh. me? I'm like, no. It's Wikipedia. It's use uh. it. So I tried to. I signed up. I tried to add on Wikipedia, and I tried to use as the citation in the citation brackets. I am Chris Hardwick, and I'm telling you this is true. Yeah. And <laughs> it didn't last. in ten minutes. Wow. And they took my mom's name. My mother's name is Sharon Hills. <laughs> she is a real estate. Uh, she works in real Mobile? estate, and Mobile? she works in. Uh, and she lives in uh, Pasadena.
2: Yeah. Oh. Did you hear what they had to do to the uh John Adams, um, the John Adams uh uh Wikipedia page? No. no. Because of Michelle Bachman like uh saying that he was a founding father and when he was, you know, what he was like nine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh a bunch of uh a bunch of her supporters went into the Wikipedia trying to change it so it said he was a founding father. Really? Yeah, so they had to lock Wikipedia had to lock the page so no one can uh, add to it.
1: So they were they were just trying to make a gaff true like truth by Adding it to the, well, there you go.
2: That's how
1: history is. That's how it happens. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. Um, Um, But, uh, oh, and let's uh, give a congratulations to our good friend, Al Yankovic, for getting number nine.
1: Number nine, yeah. We ran into him. He was doing Attack of the Show, and we were starting to set up for Nerdist, and so he came by and said hi, and... And uh, and Within then today 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 we found out that his he is the highest charting album. Apocalypse is his highest charting album ever. ever ever, which is really hard to believe when you think about. You know when you think about like a surgeon or eat it or another one rides the bus like any of yeah, those but going
2: think, back. But you got to think about all the other uh, the, how big music was in general uh, back then. And you know, like there was, like there was, you know, a lot. There was a lot more records being sold, and not to take any way thing away from Al, but like it's a testament to how fucking many records Al's still selling, which is incredible. Yeah,
1: I actually I sent him kind of a gushy email, and just I mean, and I never know, like when I sent, you know, when I send people a gushy email, but you know, sometimes I just feel kind of gushy, and I was I was eating lunch. Um... Oh, so that's what reminded you of? Him. Yeah,
2: yes, because <laughs> 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 girls just want to have lunch launches <laughs> check them and see
1: <laughs> i love I, and so i was when cnn was on and they were talking about they sh- showed his gaga video nice and they came back and they were all laughing and, and i just emailed him. i was like you know i hope you understand the impact that you've had on my generation of comedians like my circle like just the about that you've managed to stay relevant and funny for all these years, is really inspiring, and I just hope you know that that you know how important that is to all of us. And yeah. um, and so it was, you know. And he was like, "Ah, oh, thanks, man." I mean, it, that's how I read his email in my head. But uh, but it was it was really it was really cool, and I was really happy that uh, you know that he he did it. He fucking did it again.
2: Yeah, he did it. I mean, i I really was worried that the white nerdy was going to be uh, you know the the highest point because that was the his biggest single was white yeah. and nerdy. And then to four years later, come out in the fucking number nine on the and charts. And the Gaga video's good. Yeah, it's great. They did a fucking great job with it. Yeah, yeah. No, he's good and deserves everything good because he's one of the nicest guys I've ever met.
1: Um, here was another interesting uh, incorrect fact yeah. on on hard Wikipedia. <laughs> was that uh, I got a text from my brother really late. I have a half-brother yeah. uh, named Eddie who's awesome. Peter. He's not, his name is not Peter. His name is Eddie. Mm-hmm. Peter. He lives in Maryville, Tennessee. Uh, he's just married uh, his, his new wife Belinda. I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> drop as many facts as possible so this shit can be cited. And so I get a text from the other night, and he's like, "Give it to me straight, man. Do we have a sister named Emily?" And I'm like, "No, Wikipedia. <laughs> we don't." And he's like, "Are you sure?" Because I just want to know. and I'm like, "No, I promise." Do we have a sister named? <laughs> That's something Wikipedia made up. It's you. It's 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 run by the masses. Yeah. Anyone can. Anyone can add stuff to Wikipedia except for the person the page is about for some reason. Yeah. As yeah. I've found. I can I
2: can't change. It. I want to add and a you bunch can't, of stuff to mine. Yeah.
1: Wikipedia is an amorphous mass of of like hive mind. You cannot there's no one you can call. There's no person that you can say. I mean, I'm sure there are, you know, they have like they have essentially um there's like a voluntary police force yeah. that sort of goes through and manages all of it. But uh but in general, you you can't just you know it, it's just it's just like it's like it's like trying to punch a sandman my, or something, and your hand just, yeah, goes, just goes through. through yeah, my know? Wikipedia says something about Jonah
0: and I working on uh, something for Sky TV France called the puppetry
2: de floppy. Penis, oh, because on it my right Wikipedia it just says I'm working on it. It's like a porn puppet thing.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah I'm working on it with you. Oh, oh.
2: <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't get. I wasn't at that meeting. <laughs> Porn, porn. Um, yeah, but it says we're working on. And I got, I was, I got interviewed the other day, by some travel magazine about Hawaii, and uh, they said, oh, "What's up with this porn thing you're working on?" I was like, nah, I, <laughs> "Who told you that? That's exclusive information." Is it true? <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not working on any kind of porn puppetry.
1: <laughs> I porn found, puppetry. Uh, I found a DVD, um, in a like a 99 cent bin maybe 10 years ago, called "Let My Puppets Come." Mm. and it's it's it was made in the late 70s early 80s it looks like and it is it's puppet porn but like super slapstick comedy like, <laughs> like the first the first one is this puppet woman and this puppet dog and the dog convinces him to have he convinces her to have sex with him and she's like but I can't you're a dog and he's like I've had all my shots and then this weird little puppet lipstick penis comes Gee. out and, and you see it going in her puppet vagina and uh and and it's just full of, like, you know, like a guy in a hospital and a nurse comes in and blows him. And he was like, that must have been the head nurse. Like, it was all...
0: <laughs> bad.
2: Deanna was uh, uh, showing me, she has this DVD of this thing called Inflated, where this guy just made uh, shorts. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, out of uh, blow-up dolls. Like, uh, yeah, just a little film shorts yep. um, out of blow-up dolls. And don't understand. So their shorts made out of film. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Chris, these do not. These aren't like what shorts Matt like would wear. I wear
0: shorts all the time, guys. No pants. No, nope, don't own them. Well, I own pants. They don't
1: fit, guys. My rabui. My rabui. My rabui. Doesn't yeah. wear pants. Pantsless, my rabui. Uh.
2: Look at these pants. They go all the way to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? A uh, uh, like an archbucker? Uh, too long to be. Sh- too long to be short. Too short to be pants. It's chance. <laughs> I think he had a su- I think the song continued from there, but I don't remember the rest of the lyrics. Arge,
1: Arge Parker,
2: Arge, so Arger. fucking funny. Um, <clears throat> sorry, what happened? No, it's sometimes a gassy. I get gassy and my rib hurts.
1: Oh, from hitting the car.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. With your body. With my body. <laughs> you
1: know? And so you have bruised, possibly broken limbs.
2: I think it'd be a lot more pain if it. I broke it. God, it's, it's been a weird couple of years.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's always, I was like, did Jonah injure himself in the last couple of days? Yeah.
2: Alex was just was like, I think you're going to have to start wearing a helmet all the time.
1: Oh. Uh, not there
2: yet. <laughs> I used to, you know, I used to be really into when I was growing up, I would fall on purpose. I would do that constantly, just always fall. I was really into Chris Farley, you know? Mm-hmm. I would always I'd do things to horribly embarrass myself. You know, I remember one time there was a, I was in the back of a truck and a bunch of hot girls from school like rolled up right next to it. And I was like, hello, ladies, I think. And then I like front flip, like, you know, just like almost, I could have landed on my neck or head uh, coming out of the truck, but sure. it was just, it was so funny to me. But then I don't wait to like, I don't wait to get any like reactions or laughs. I, get, I, I like getting up instantly and going, that was so fucking embarrassing. And then running over. Run yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: We've seen that phenomenon on the web soup program yeah, that's quite right. a bit. Danny,
2: don't run! Where are you going, Wait, Danny? Don't Danny run! <laughs> that's uh, the guy in that. The guy who played the titular role of Danny Dantren, um, was uh, he's a, he has a really good podcast, uh, Grandma's Virginity. I oh, yeah, I mentioned it before. Yeah, him and uh, and you know the other guy. <laughs> Justin Roiland, sorry. Wow. That's okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Our brains right. are kind of mushy. Yeah.
1: Our brains are kind of mushy. I <laughs> saw so, Justin. Uh, why were they looking at me? That's weird. Um, oh, people are looking in through the studio? Yeah.
2: Chris, you would be very upset. Because you're Myra Bowie. You, got, oh, we got, you know who I realized we got to have on the podcast is uh, Jeff Davis. Yeah. Um, From, like, who's line Jeff Davis? Yeah, who's yeah. line Jeff Davis. I ran into him the other day at a birthday party, and uh, right now he's in France hanging out with Eric Idle. George Harrison's wife, uh Joni Mitchell might stop by. That's sure. You know, uh, you never
1: know with Joni. It's like is she, gonna, is she knitting a tea cozy? Yeah. The yeah. go yeah. worst orgy in the world yeah. you're and describing. Jeff
2: Lynn and uh he he would just tell me all these stories about how like they go every once in a while, like every year. Eric Idle has people come out and like you know, it's like he said that one time they were all just like having fun, singing songs, and then Jeff says, Hey Eric, why why don't you play uh, Always Look on the Bright Side of and He said, and he just uh and Eric Idle just went like just like straight face. It's just like, no, that's the, that's the one I won't do. <laughs> so it's the one song he will never play for people. And then he said that he told the story about how they finally get Joni, uh, Mitchell to come over because she never leaves her house. She finally comes over and they're all singing songs. And, uh, she, she was trying to remember some of her songs. And then Jeff Lynn's like, I'll I'll play them. I'll play them. So Jeff Lynn, you know, Jesus from ELO Christ. is like playing the songs for her and like elbowing Jeff, uh, Dave is going like, can you believe this? <laughs> 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 and, like he and like he was just saying how like Jeff Lynn is like nerding out over this. And then, Lynn, um, uh, I thought you were gonna say
1: Joni Mitchell then was like always look on the bright side and of then, life.
2: So, like she like you know, she sang a song and uh and everyone was like, Oh, that was so awesome and then uh uh like just instantly Eric eric idol just starts playing always look on the right side of the line. oh there you yeah, go yeah that's a really good story but he's got tons of fucking crazy stories man
1: jeff yeah. davis is a phenomenal improviser i did my who's line auditions with him oh like, no forever yeah.
2: forever ago yeah yeah
1: uh, he's great he's yes. a
2: he's a classic like a, a classic lothario He's like always in a suit always drinking his hand looks great yeah
1: what were you gonna say myra uh, Are i was we? gonna oh nothing come on <laughs>
0: I was gonna say that Jeff Lynne produced a couple of uh, tracks on Regina Spektor's last album.
1: Oh, he did. Oh, really?
0: Yeah.
1: I oh. was I was such a huge, uh, huge Jeff Lynne fan. Yeah,
2: huge. Remember uh, when uh, Nick Thune played Jeff Lynne, and uh, when we did the Oh, uh, well, we the did traveling, traveling woolberries.
1: <laughs> Who was I? I was Dylan. Maybe
2: you were Dylan. S- Ackerman was Tom Petty. George Harrison was played by uh, Mike, Furman. Mike Furman. I was yeah. Roy Orbison. Uh, like a weirdly retarded Roy Orbison. Yes. Uh, and, um, and it was, uh, what was the song? Everybody, yeah.
1: hey. we got somebody mm-hmm. to lean on. Well, what, was the,
2: what was the, parody? Um, what was the parody? Like how did it, something about packages? Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it was Ackerman came up with this bit where we were, this is for the CDR Christmas show, right? So yeah. we were, we played through the whole show. We played people on and off. And it was, I think it was the post office had hired the traveling Wilburys (laughs) to sing songs about how we would handle the holiday packages with care. But I can't remember. And this was probably like five years ago, right? I can't remember how it went. But it was really fun. And we all, yeah, we all played. Uh,
2: yeah, I remember my line was real creepy. As Orbis said, it was like, oh, I'm so tired of being lonely. I still have some jizz to give. Won't <laughs> you please open the package of jizz I made you, please? Was it really? Yeah, something really gross. I still gross. Had some jizz to give? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jizz a give? Jizz a give. Uh, that, was, that was fun, though. That, but like I yeah jeff totally lynn was uh nick <laughs> we kicked out nick Thun. everyone was a dick to That's, jeff lynn yeah Lin. and like ever <laughs> you said you were like you're like, what are you doing here yeah yeah what are you even doing here
1: we gotta get uh we're gonna get ackerman on the podcast yeah that'd be great it's been a while he's it's, it's long overdue it's been, i'm doing maron's podcast this tomorrow really yeah
2: you're gonna you guys gonna fight
1: we're probably gonna fight, and we're gonna talk about. You oh, I hate don't know. Me, we're don't not gonna you. fight. You hate me. Don't you? I'm you not going to fight.
2: Now, why uh, are they making your podcast a show? They're
1: making his a show too. I yeah, think. Yeah, it like
2: sounds. He's got NPR, some good. Right? He's got Is some, some, No, no, no. It's like a sitcom. Um, it's a yeah. It's a it's a narrative. It's a scripted show. I mean, it's like it's just like it's a. It's not connected to any station. Station no, in the any network. <laughs> it's on uh, my production company. But Ed Asner plays his dad. Fucking great. Um and uh. Who's in it? Like in uh Sean Patton mm-hmm. plays like a stoner guy in it and uh, oh Matt Smith from Breaking Bad is in it.
1: The show's going to be probably pretty huge, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. But uh, fucking about I mean he deserves it. Like it's about time that he gets, you know, like he gets to enjoy success. Yeah. It's been been a while and it has so been he a while. deserves it.
2: I remember we were the three of us were on a show at the House of Blues and they uh Carlin died. Yeah. And I remember you were on stage and uh, you're doing some like, you know, just some of your material, like some of your nerdier material. I remember he was just like, <laughs> just like, is that real? Is that even real? That Good guy, gets, that guy, that guy gets laid all the time, man. He does, like, yeah. He's like, just like you know, fuck, I, I wasn't. And then, it, of course, I then, wasn't aware of that. And then, uh, and then it just, of course, it's married so quickly, it just because it's just like I don't know what I'm doing. It's just, <laughs> I, I, you know, I had a place where my 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 career was going somewhere, it just, it and And now
1: it. he's fucking huge. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. I, I think though. it's great.
2: I think I love. I don't really listen to any podcasts except for his.
1: Funny people deserve to be to get. things <laughs> like funny people deserve because there's so many things in this world that. That aren't that get watered down and aren't funny and it's like, really? I mean you see scripts come through during pilot season and you're like, this is really the best this is really what yeah. you're gonna put on You know, so you know, when when Louie gets a show and when Marin gets a show or when Whitney gets a show, it's just it's good for comedy. Like when comics yeah. when comics do well, it's good for everyone. It's yeah. good for them, it's good for us. It reminds people that that, you know, that, that comics can carry shows and, mm-hmm. you know, can that, that there are, per, you know, there are still some super comics left in the world and it's just nice. It's, it's good. It's good for everybody. Yeah. So yeah. I'll do, I don't know what we're going to, who knows what we're going to talk about tomorrow. Maybe it'll be serious. Maybe it'll be fun.
2: Maybe there'll be tears. You're doing it tomorrow.
1: Yeah. So I don't know what's going to go up.
2: Wow.
1: But we're just recording it tomorrow.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he backlogs them pretty far. Yeah.
1: Probably, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, well, tell I, him I said, hold on. I will.
2: <laughs> I will. Yeah. I, I think did. he's on meltdown soon.
1: I did it uh, I did his show a couple of years ago and then of course he did ours this year so we're going back.
2: That was fun. That was a fun one.
1: It was a really fun one. We did it at the cat ranch.
2: Yeah. I like it I like it when he when he riffs. Cuz it's like it's something you don't really see him do much or hear him do much, you know. Yeah. Just like getting into a riff session.
1: <laughs> it's fun, you know, and it's it's fun in the podcasting verse to sort of look around and then, you know, we'll we'll get someone on the show and be like, "Oh yeah, we got this person." And we're like Oh, but Mark got that person, and it, it's not a—it's not like an aggressive, like competitive. It's just or sort of is like, that week when we all get the same person? We know
2: that <laughs> just happens. Sometimes when people are in
1: town or they're promoting something, mm-hmm. and yeah. they just kind of make the rounds like they would on a talk show circuit, and you know, it's like we all have different takes with that person. Like you get you—you you see a different—you see a different shade of that person by whatever the show brings out of them. So it's. You know, I, I personally could listen to the same person on five different shows with if if I, there were five different people that I liked, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Talk, talking to them.
2: Well, yeah, he'll get he'll he gets a a certain type of information it's just out of good because it just sort of keeps,
1: you know, it just keeps everyone on their toes, and it's just like, oh, yeah. you know, there's there's people out there that are doing really amazing work and you know we better focus like it just it just keeps you it just yeah. keeps you focused.
2: You know what I who I wish would start a podcast um and kind of did in a weird way and this is going to sound weird but did you guys ever watch any Raw Nerve with William Shatner?
1: Yeah. I did not watch Raw Nerve. I watched
2: I downloaded a couple episodes owls one being one of them um uh but it's a it's like if he just had a interview podcast I would listen to that constantly. He's good.
1: There's no way he would do it. No. cuz he would probably want. I mean, at his point, at the point in his career, he probably would need an enormous amount of money to. We could just get but how much
2: money could he've really gotten from Raw Nerve? Uh,
1: well, I mean, you know, if he was a, if he was a, had a stake in the show. And, yeah. What you know, channel was that on? Uh, that Sundance. A and E. A and E. Yeah. He probably did. He probably did all right. He's got this
0: new movie coming out where he. In, it's called the uh, Shat. My dad captain, says. Captain, I think it's called Captains, where he interviews everybody, each captain in Star Trek. He interviews everybody, all the actors, Janeway, you know, including yeah, Janeway and Chris Pine too. He oh, that's why that picture came out. Yeah, of them, a uh, picture of them arm wrestling. Chris Pine and Shatner arm wrestling. That is a pretty fucking awesome idea. Yeah. yeah. So like he goes and talks to them about how you know sort of Star Trek has affected their life and. You know how I started this
1: thing that you're all (laughs) milking off? Well, (laughs) really,
0: that was Captain Pike started that.
1: Well, I mean, the
2: only thing that missed was you
1: pushing your glasses up. There you go.
2: Damn, these glasses. Damn! Yes, sir! I I damn damn these glasses.
1: I love (laughs) Bill Macy. Not William H. Macy, who I also love, but Bill Macy, who played that character in, uh, in The Jerk. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever... There was did you ever see B. Arthur's old sitcom, Maud? No. And there's Maud. Might have been a Norman Lear show. But I was. can't remember. Is it was it was a, it was a spinoff of it, All in the Family. Oh yes, it was a spin off of All in the Family. Just like the Jeffersons and yeah. and and um, And it was back when they were making those like real you know, like and Maud was one of the first Maud, first sitcom they ever
0: said bitch on.
1: It was one of the first sitcoms that had a really strong, driving female protagonist. Oh wow. Because it was sort of it was sort of born out of the women's lib movement. And Maud was uh, just a... fuck. That's going to catch all the peas that you pop if you don't put that cover I back on. any. Okay. Well, what's your favorite kind of uh, pasta? Uh, sp... Ah! ah!
2: Wow.
0: Wow. wow. Macaroni, I meant to say. You didn't,
2: though. Spacaroni. It sounded like you were just going to say spasta. Spacaroni. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> so I
1: totally shot spacaroni all over this chick's meatballs. Is uh, Mike, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then she turned it in for awful. her. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but 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 bill macy he just has that really kind
2: of frenetic yeah yeah
1: i wonder if maud has got to be on netflix there's no reason that would no, be on netflix not. are you serious yeah i don't think any of the norman lear stuff i netflix. can't
0: remember the guy wants too much money he's awesome i
1: can't remember if i haven't seen Maud in so long so i don't know that was one of those ones that would have like real serious moments yes. in between the jokes and i just which was of course norman lear's um yeah. trademark yeah was was breaking out of the sort of um that 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 kind of America and families are perfect bubble.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, which Roseanne did really well too. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: But and now it's funny because every, as I said before, pretty much every protagonist on television now is despicable. And
2: then yeah, then yeah, and
0: Roseanne they won the lottery for that season, and then she realized that was, it was the last one.
2: No, that's I don't even really like to even think about that season at all. And then Dan died of a heart attack. <laughs> That was what. That was like her What fantasy, a slash right?
1: and burn. Yeah, and that was, was, just, just like, was that just John Goodman going, I think I'm done with yeah. this? Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Oh, goodness. They're, try, this, uh, they're trying to figure out how to kill off Charlie Sheen. Uh, oh, like Chuck really? Chuck Lorre wants to kill him in a horrible way so that he can never come back.
2: That's perfect. His character can
1: never um, come back. So when they go back, they something will have happened. Um, well, I mean,
0: I understand all of the ways they could do I, I that. I can share you with know, you the I've,
1: joke that I did on Chelsea about go. it. Go. Well, why don't they just show footage, show footage from his Violent Torpedo of Truth tour and watch him dying on stage? Ah. Bam! Bam! Pow! Good or one, Chris. They should, they, should, they should cut him in half and have what him a, be the half and two a and a half minutes. What a weird half. sort of thing that was. That
0: was like so the, public. The world, no, but I'm just like, Charlie Sheen was like at the forefront of everybody's Became the consciousness internet. for two weeks. Then what happened? No one gives a shit it's like enough enough a a real thing happened
2: like like, uh, the fucking earthquake when I I went to
1: Detroit yeah but people like those distracting celebrity mind mind melt stories but when I was in Detroit and that was the first city that he came through and I asked the crowd there, like did you go see the violent torpedo truther and they were like no and I realized oh you live in Detroit you can see crackheads for free (laughs) you don't have to pay $75 base for a
0: ticket like enough people thought that was a good idea to promote the tour and like actually put together a tour and send
1: them out in theory, it's an excellent idea. When yeah. he was getting that much press, it's just yes. if he had had an act, yeah. If
2: he had had an act, or just an he, extra month to put something. If together. he had had
1: an act, he would have fucking crushed it. Because if he had, had been able to actually be funny with that attention, yeah. then it would have it. He actually, it actually would have taken. But you know what? the fuck? It, it's just whatever. You know, there's there, someone's developing another show for him, and he'll be yeah. on television again in no yeah. time. Yeah, and and know. once again, like all insane behavior will be completely uh, negatively reinforced by by the entertainment business. Fuck <laughs> them. Fuck it's just so funny. It's just like, how hard do you have to fuck up to not to have people just go, yeah, let's not do this. Um, OJ,
2: Michael Richards. Well, oh, well done. <laughs> Touche.
1: <laughs> that was a light high five yeah.
2: light five light five. High five. Uh, um, Oh, you know that uh, dom one of the uh uh nerd melt interns uh was, i
1: think oj and michael richards would make a great two-man show on the road
2: <laughs> but I understand. Richard, the, not, wait, <laughs> no because michael um, richards um uh <laughs> i was gonna say uh dom from nerd melt one of the interns really funny guy uh taught me a new high five where you you high five and then you thumbs up and then you slowly drop down and it's called the terminator uh, the terminator 2 <laughs> high five
1: <laughs> when he's descending yeah. into the da, da, da. When he's descending into the molten metal yeah
0: <sighs> that movie's so good i saw that i saw that in the theater when i was 7 years old that came out in 91 right
2: yeah i saw it in the theater too yeah, yeah.
1: liquid metal i i tweeted it, i It's funny because I have this Terminator theory about the the T-Mobile girl being the TX, the Terminatrix model to the Verizon guy's T-800. (laughs) So I tweeted that and she tweeted back, Oh, I should probably watch that movie. And I'm like, yeah. really, you should watch all four so you can understand the entire universe. Hashtag, why am I telling you this, hot girl? You're never going to watch all four Terminator movies. <laughs> she, she doesn't need to watch any of those. <laughs> She's just fine. <laughs> Are you sure she doesn't want to see Engineer number two in got, Terminator 3? Yeah. I got sad. That was when your they, MySpace picture for a long time. I took down oh God, her, I hate uh, myself.
0: her billboard. On, they're uh, the, everywhere. She had, no, she had a giant on the side of the building on, on Wilshire.
1: Wilshire. What is her t- Her name's Carly Folks uh, super hot. Carly, super hot. <laughs> I think her Twitter is full. Eh, it's spelled like O U L K E S She's super Carly, hot. I think. Super like hot. I Carly. Like Greta was happy
0: that they took the billboard down, so I wouldn't have to talk about it again. Because like I would talk about her a lot. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah. uh, Let me ask you this: Did you buy a T-Mobile phone? <laughs> no. Uh, when you when I saw Terminator Three in the theater, I turned to uh, Heath, who is my roommate, and uh, I said, "That's Chris Hardwick."
1: <laughs> You
0: recognize uh, Chris Recognized. Fatwick? Yeah, I recognize Chris Fatwick.
1: That was, Chris that was Fatwick. not a good time. I mean, it's fun to do the movie, but it was not a good time emotionally for old Chris Fatwick. who now, I mean, when I look at older pictures of myself, I look like, I look like my own fat brother. Peter. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Peter's the perfect name for that shitbag that I used to be. Perfect name.
2: Yeah. Hey, but that's the shitbag I met and became friends with. I had the ship
1: bag that uh, probably bought you uh, beers and...
2: Mm-hmm. Jack you, in the box when I drove you home.
0: I met a sober, Chris Hardwick, in
2: 2007. Yep. You that's met right. a very drunk Jonah Ray. I met
0: a very drunk Jonah Ray who did not remember meeting me.
2: No. <laughs>
0: and giving me his phone number.
2: <laughs> yeah, so if you ever want to get together sometimes to
1: talk about feelings, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, probably, uh, <laughs> that's probably about right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hey, I'll tell you about these great things called pants, (laughs) guys. I had pants, and then I know, I know, they're all too big now.
0: So, I mean, when do you you hear he lost weight? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know
1: what you're talking about. Uh, That's that was so long ago. Do you know this year? I think October. October is eight years since I quit drinking. Oh my God, that's almost a decade. What a different time! I kind of remember those days, but they they seem like someone else's life. It's, it's, totally it's like, like, that. They yeah. see, it's like I, the memories that I have are like watching a slideshow from someone else's life. Like, like the uh, who's the family that like that writes songs to the slideshow? The Trachtenberg, Trachtenberg family, yeah, the Trachtenberg yeah. family players. I feel like that's like I feel like I found someone else's slideshow, and sometimes I can just load it into my brain and get these images and like, wow, that guy was fucking nuts. I'm Like,
2: oh wait, I was that guy. Yeah. You drank, like, throughout the day, too, right? Well,
1: Jonah, I don't mean to brag, but... uh, Shower beers. Well, well, (laughs) 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 Breakfast beers. (laughs) Here's the thing. I was probably drinking somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 to 20 beers a day. And then... Jesus Christ. And then kind of near the end of the night, you know, just to sort of... You know, like those. You know, like those uh, extra dynamite power packs that Doc Brown put on the steam engine to give yes, it the extra kick to get it to eighty-eight miles per hour because the horses didn't work. Yeah, because even if you have a hundred horses, they're well, still not going to go. Fastest in the me. world. Uh,
2: well, yeah, imagine those 30, made out 30, of whiskey. miles hour. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: so you know, and then occasionally I would do a couple shots at the end of the night. Sambuca. I would do sambuca shots. at oh, the, end wow. of the night. I know. I, I I'm not, I don't know how I'm not dead. This comedian named Bob Powers and I did when we used to run the um the sh- the the comedy show at the Gypsy Cafe in Westwood we did this thing one night called the Beer Olympics cuz Bob was a big drinker too and for some reason we were both proud of what what filthy drugs we were and so we did this thing called the Beer Olympics where we came in character and I got this Batman cowl and cape and I was the logger bat and he was something else and so we would have to do these tasks and then like pound beers I drank a fucking lot and then went to a party after that at uh, oh, at Lauren Graham's house. Oh my God! I know name go? dropping. Get over it. I'm giving you the context I of the story. I love Gilmore Girls. And so, uh, and was really drunk there. And I think she was even like, uh, "You don't look good." And then, uh, and then went back and hung out with uh, with another friend of ours and and drank some more. Like it was, it was an insane wow. night of wow. How am I alive? And uh, and I just think back to those times. And so, when you drink that much, what happens is. Um, alcohol interrupts your sleep pattern, and so you don't ever sleep well. And so I would wake up at like 6 o'clock in the morning, having on bed at like 2, and feeling so awful. And part of why you get a hangover is that, you know, I mean, the, like some people have, oh, it's hydration. in there. But part of it is um, you're going through a chemical withdrawal. And so that's why having a drink will make you feel better, like yeah. having a bloody moment. So I wake up and like... Oh, the dog. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. So I'd wake a little heroine of the dog. Heroine of the dog. So I'd wake up at like six, six thirty in the morning and be like, oh, I feel awful. I'm gonna I'm gonna pound a beer oh, and go back to sleep. And so that was sort of a that was a pattern in the end. And I remember waking up at uh, I talk about all this shit in the Nerdist Way book. Um I mean that's a part of it. Because I just assume that, you know, people can skip that chapter if they want, but Part of it is like, well, if you're an obsessive nerd, there's a chance you might have a substance abuse issue, you know, if you obsess over things. And we tend to have these brains where we try to silence our inner monologues, which was a lot of it. Anxiety, you know, like self-medicating. And uh, and then you realize, like, but alcohol is a depressant, so that kind of makes it worse in the long run. It's a short-term fix, but a long-term problem. Mm. makes it worse in the long term. So... Uh, I would have these moments where I would I get up to pee or whatever, and then just have a beer in my hand. And it's like six thirty or seven o'clock in the morning, and I would just catch my, you know, my flabby bag of donuts reflection in the mirror, and just kind of laugh to myself and go, <laughs> "This probably can't go on much longer. <laughs> this is probably not like I, I knew in the back of my head, kind of near the end, like this is probably a bad way to live. Did you
2: r- romanticize it at all?
1: Of course, yes. You know, there's a certain... There was almost a weird badge of honor that I don't fully understand why I thought it was awesome, but, like, the fact that I knew that I could drink more than most people, especially for being a small guy, yeah, uh, who was just, you know, a little doughy, but um, there was a weird... Like, I for some reason, I thought it was awesome. Like, I can drink super fast, and I can drink a lot, and I never black out. And I was always a pleasant... I was never, like, a shitty, shitty drunk. I never got violent, you know, just... I just got yeah. uh, super super fun. I was the super me. You yeah. know, it was all I I'm a firm believer that you know, cuz a lot of times I'll meet people and they'll go, "Yeah, I was worried I drank too much so I took a month off." And I always feel like if you're worried, if if you even think in those terms, you should consider maybe that you might not want to do it at all cuz cuz people who don't have the booze gene, they just don't think about it in those terms.
2: Yeah. yeah they just don't. don't think
1: about it. They're just like, "Oh, I'll have a drink. I can take it or leave it." They don't ever think about did I have too much last night? If I don't do it for a month, that means I don't have a problem. Like most people, just don't think I, in those uh, terms. Man. And if you do, then maybe you should consider. I'm not saying you do. I don't, I'm not the kind of person that thinks everyone who drinks has a problem. Like a- alcohol is not a problem. The person makes is the problem. Yeah. So I- I'm just saying, consider the possibility that maybe hey, I want to get some counseling or just see, just yeah, see, yeah, yeah, see, yeah. see. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think I have the
0: gene because, like, I don't really. Drink or miss drinking. I used to. I drank in college, but never, never blacked out. Nor did I ever really crave it. Or
2: yeah, I've never, I've never blacked out. I mean, I know. Well, we, you I know don't we've remember meeting me. <laughs> um, well, there's
1: a period of time I, that you have lost. <laughs> well, to be yeah. fair, you might not have been memorable.
2: Oh. Yeah, I I meet a lot of people, Matt. Um, <laughs> oh, um, okay. I guess that that could be said. But that was, uh, you know, that was. That was purposely drinking to forget. That was just yeah. like a that was a time. Chris was there, yeah, uh, a couple times. <laughs> oh yeah. But you know, um, yeah, I've never, I've never really had spats where I just like wake up. I'm just like, what the fuck happened? That or,
1: never really. I always had a sense of where I was. Yeah. Somehow always had the presence of mind to be like, I'm just gonna take cabs everywhere. I would never drive yeah. Yeah. when yeah, I yeah, was yeah. freaking.
2: Or ride bikes home.
1: Or ride bikes home and run into Chevy Tahoe.
2: The truck, worst part truck. was it was really. A testament not to because i really had like uh two drinks that night and it was more just the fact that i had these new handlebars like on the peewee bike style mm-hmm. where they come out this way yep. and i was just making fun of deanna for not being fast enough
1: yeah i've uh I and started... like not
2: afraid to like swiftly turn my wheel
1: did she make fun of you for not being not injured enough
2: <laughs>
1: hey i have ribs that don't hurt jonah
2: yeah, yeah. Now she's incredibly sweet about it. She is really the like the best thing in the world. And like like how I would uh that that's a testament to how much of a dick I am. Like I, I was like, like I was surprised that she wasn't making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> really? Because I'd be making fun of you. So I don't yeah, know. Why. Yeah. Yeah. What is the what is this thing? Why do you care?
1: Why are you not attacking the thing that you love? That's yeah. what you're supposed to do, isn't it? <laughs> and then you just start punching you're her. Like, why, why are you mommy? not attacking me? <laughs> I'm flawed. Can't you see that and point it out? Yeah. I was thrilled last night to see that there was a a, a dozer, yeah, and a fraggle.
2: They, uh, they came together.
1: That are a couple. They are. Yeah. A couple. Oh, they
2: are a couple. <laughs> and they perform at
1: Matt's open mic show. Yep. Oh. And I did not recognize them.
2: That's a good. That's a good
0: costume. And then on Twitter, Ben was like, "You didn't recognize me, did you?" And I was like,
1: "What?" <laughs> Is it wrong to call people who are really into Fraggle Rock Fraggets? Yeah. All right. You said no. You said yes. Yeah, so I guess we're somewhere in the middle. It's kind of a great. Oh, area. no.
2: Sorry. I was I was saying. Yeah. So yeah that's oh, a it's a great okay. name. OK.
1: Yeah.
2: I
0: was a total um, fraggot. There's a couple. Yeah. There's a couple of husband wife open micers that go to my show. Goba Moki booba red, which I think is odd. Is that not odd? I just think you need to dance know. your
1: cares away, man. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's like the worries that you have. There were your worries but, should just I be for another day. For, oh, no, 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 no. no. Your worries are for another day. Oh. Dance your cares away.
0: Do you know that in my basement, my sister convinced me that Fraggle Rock existed because we in had your this, basement in my basement because we had this. Uh, we kept an old man
1: as a prisoner, and he had a puppet dog
0: named <laughs> Sprocket. <laughs> we had uh, like you'd open up for for like the electricity and and some of where the uh, plumbing was looked shitload like Fraggle Rock like just, you know, to down my, a to my young eyes. Down to Fraggle Rock. So my sister uh, convinced me that Fraggle Rock existed down there. So I would often Before
2: go. mine, you know, young I would eyes. go and wait for Fraggles.
0: This was last month, right?
2: It was Tuesday. Tuesday? <laughs> Tuesday. Was Tuesday?
1: Um, yeah. And when did you realize, wait a minute, there might not be Fraggles living underneath our house? Not convinced. That, that hasn't happened yet. Really? I mean,
2: it, mm-hmm. the house is still there. I thought Candyman existed for a long time. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was one of the only horror movies growing up that really fucking freaked me out. And I remember my brother knew it too. And he would, it was the only kind of big brother thing he ever did where he would uh we uh we'd be in the like you know, like brushing our teeth before bed, and then he would uh he would push me down and then run out the bathroom door, turn off the light and just hold the door closed. Uh, but all the while going, Candy Man, candyman, 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 and then uh. holding the door closed, and like I was so scared I wouldn't think to turn on the light. And I was just screaming, you know, pounding on the fucking door. So fucking terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, And then uh, the second one came out, and then I stopped being scared.
0: (laughs) When I I was seven for Christmas, my brother had gotten up before me, emptied out the stocking, and filled it with coal. Oh. So when I got up in the morning and saw all the, just checked my stocking first, it was full of coal, and I bawled my eyes out. Oh, Oh, Myra. So many stories of you crying. Yeah. What's going on there? Well, you're a sensitive little guy. Yeah. With a big heart. It was, it was really my cousin. Uh, no, like he's, Chris
2: is serious. You have an a enlarged heart. This is how we thought is... would
1: be the best way to tell you. <laughs> so. Is that why it's beating so hard right now? You got a couple good weeks left and then, you know, <laughs> then you won't you have to worry about anything anymore. How about that? You won't have to fix people's computers anymore. You got to look on the bright side yeah, of look. life. I'm ready. Always look on the bright side of death.
2: <laughs> on, what are you playing? <laughs> yeah, it's the Garage Band. On oh, the, iPad. the Garage band thing on the iPad. Yeah. There, I was thinking, uh, Matt can Matt, you can play it because you know chords. We can make yeah. an a on song. Well, I don't like this chord structure because it, it just
0: this chord structure they have just sounds like a uh, medieval.
2: Can we, can we try and
0: this mic doesn't, so work. Uh, that that mic doesn't it. work. That mic doesn't work. That mic
2: doesn't
1: work. Can I tell you a great Muppet story? That uh...
0: if you could sing it like you're a minstrel. <laughs>
1: What what do you want me to sing? The Muppet Story. The the Muppet Muppet Story of the Fraggle Rock. What do you have to tell? Oh, the Muppet Story. Just to tell them. Jimmy Fallon told me a story one time that was not on a podcast and had no rhyme. It seems that NBC in the 60s once lived Some plumbing in a wall And two men that existed Named Jim Henson and Frank Oz One time while waiting for the Steve Allen show Or a show I cannot quite recall They were waiting for hours And took some pipe cleaners And made some Muppets in the pipe walls
2: Magic.
1: And to this very day, you still can see the Muppet Pipes. And Frank, I saw it recently, and tears he had to wipe. Apparently, it used to be Max Weinberg's dressing room. And the Sabbath. And if I ever saw it, I would make a stinky boom. <laughs> In my pants. Oh, your majesty! No! Not my hands on my tongue! Why are you making me decide? Why are you making me decide my own fate? Uh, my hands on my tongue!
2: That was a great story. That was actually... So, I, I would have cried, too. That's
1: actually thats actually the, the story that... Uh, uh, and I, I didn't get to see them up at pipes, but apparently they're there, and so Fallon had them... Uh, they've survived for decades. That Henson and Oz just got bored while waiting for the show, so they they turned these exposed pipes in the wall into <laughs> Muppets, and uh, and then Fallon ha- and so it used to be Max Weinberg's dressing room, and so if you wanted to see him, you'd have to knock on the door and be like, "Hey, Max, can I show him the Muppets?" <laughs> and uh, and so then when Fallon took over the show, they just put glass over it and lights in it, and oh, so now it's great. a di- and now it's a display. That's oh, awesome. Wow. What a fucking great yeah, story. Cool. And then Frank Oz had just forgotten about it, and so when he was came around, I don't know when he came around, but then. They showed him and he just was like, oh my God, you you know, like, ah. Uh,
2: yeah. That fucking story gets me. That's a fucking great story. Right here in my non enlarged heart. Should we, uh, should we quim it?
1: Sure. Do you want to play? Uh... yeah. Question. Here's a guy Is a Is a, a quim There's a comment. There's no rehearsal. It's a comment. It's a comment. Hashtag, I'm sick of Chris doing his rock voice on the show. I get it, okay?
0: You guys, on the hostful episodes, they never let the guests
2: talk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Garage Bandit. Garage Bandit!
2: Um... Were you, were you just trying to do a wah-wah pedal with your hand? Yeah, I was trying to. I was using it like it was a. Uh, <laughs> you know, like I a, wish we had like, like a, a trumpet. trumpet I wish we oh. had
0: a uh, like a place and I could like keep like a guitar. Or two your
1: wish here. has granted. What? Well, you can just put
0: a guitar in here. I don't want to leave a guitar here. I don't have any cheap ones. <laughs> oh.
1: oh. So it. that's where the money goes that I'm paying you. No, I've
0: not a bought. I've like, not bought a guitar should. in. Three, two years I haven't bought a guitar. That's where the money goes that
2: uh, WebSoup pays Blaine. (laughs) Yep, that's right.
1: Got many guitars. What's the the last guitar you bought? Uh, Les Paul. Nice. What's your most cherished guitar? The uh,
0: John Mayer Signature Martin. Just because it's a limited run of 404, they made three left-handed. I I
2: heard that fretboard is a wonderland.
0: I have one of the three left-handed they made. And I actually have Slash's (laughs) guitar tech fixing it. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Down at Paradise City Guitars. Uh, I just found out there's no such
0: thing up. as the real world. Um, <laughs> guys, why would you mock these awesome lyrics? Well, I'm not. I'm not. Really? I mean, what are you talking about? I was just. I was just free. Associate. It's a great guitar. It's an O. It's an orchestra model. You know, those are like ton-
1: smaller. Speaking of the real world, Puck just got arrested.
2: Yeah, right, finally.
1: Why is that news? It's not. Shouldn't be. Right.
2: When Tech gets arrested, there, that's news. Who picked that up? <laughs> the AP should have been like, man. Yeah. You know, slow news day with all these primaries getting going. I mean, <laughs> snore. <laughs> What's that all about? Uh, we got one from Stephen. Stephen writes a question. The climate, the climate, the climate, the
0: you know they made a Dave Matthews edition Taylor guitar. Hi,
2: Chris Matt, and Jonah. I've been listening to the podcast since day one and always love when you guys give T V slash movie recommendations like Doctor Who, thank you for that, by the way. You're welcome. Being born in the nineties. What? That's possible?
0: Whoa. Jesus Christ. Ugh. You should marry that 50-something-year-old guy. You could you legally lost. fuck
2: someone who was born in the 90s. Oh, my heart! <laughs> Being born in the 90s, I feel like I missed out on many amazing sketch comedy TV shows and was wondering if you might be able to do a list of some of your must-watch shows. You didn't miss that many. Don't worry. Everyone misses something when they're born after a t- certain time that Yeah, but exists. fortunately
1: now we have access to yeah. everything. Um, was Wait, was Mr. Show 2000 or like 99? No, no, it was uh, Show uh, 94, 94 to 98. Oh, my God. Was it no, really 96. that long ago? 94? 96 to 2000.
2: It wasn't until 2000. Yeah, it was. You can look that up, and it was not until 2000. I will look it up. Do it now.
1: Internet movie database. Settle this argument in your
2: face. All right. Um, I can't help but feel jubilant whenever I listen to the podcast. You spell that J-E-W? Yeah, no. Jubilant? Jubilant. Whenever I listen to the podcast, I know all of you guys work hard to keep the podcast up and running to give us such great content, so thank you for giving us nerds, geeks, dorks, and do we have something else? We uh, shows that were on that you might not be aware of. I don't know. It's hard to say because I don't the know fu- what the... The, the Dana Jonah, show. Right. Jonah's right. I was right. Jonah's right. Uh-oh. That's the fucking name of this podcast. You can't called, fucking... This episode's called Jonah's Right. I will listen if I'm Shit.
0: wrong on a fact. I will admit it. 95 to 98. 95 to 98. Wow. I, I
2: was off by one You
1: realize it was that long ago.
2: Yeah uh shows to watch uh dana carvey show was, D- dana carvey show was great D- dana carvey show was great larry sanders show is
0: not i thought he just wanted sketch
2: oh no he said a uh, sketch slash comedy tv uh, shows comedy tv shows so um, um
0: and so, well while he's at it well, if you can find the gary Shanling show which is on dvd now it's watch the that. gary
2: Shanling show it's the gary it's shandling the gary show, Shen-
0: which is
1: so you know what i just realized about crazy. you guys you're the two guys who work in the record store in high fidelity
2: I've been that guy <laughs> for a while. You,
1: you are, and you, therefore you can be, and therefore are, are wrong. Yeah, yeah. Who's Jack Black, and who is the other guy? You're, a little,
2: you're a little. above. I'm John Cusack. Uh, no, uh-huh. you're not. You're
1: not nice. If anyone is Cusack, i the wrong guy.
2: No, I thought you were Tim Robbins. Oh, <laughs> Get your fucking out of my store, <laughs> <Ian> guy. <laughs> what fucking Ian guy? <laughs> um. Other T V shows, uh Mystery Science three thousand the movie. I mean, you probably know all these things already, you know. I I'd There must like be those some soon. hidden
1: gems. You know, if you can get a hold of the day today or brass eye or any of the Alan Partridge shows, you know, the British imports. Yeah. Uh, um what else did I what other God, comedies did I so watch good. in the in the in the in the in the 1900s? There's There's nineteen hundreds
0: There was this really funny show called Seinfeld? Seinfeld's good.
1: Um
2: uh, everyone's uh, going in for a, a soup suit. table. Is this soup today? Yeah. Soup is tonight, yeah. They usually do it Thursdays. I saw Joel earlier. Yeah, I think... Because uh, some... KP's
0: going on vacation tomorrow. That's right.
1: Hey, look at all those, uh, those bunch of G4 interns going to the soup. They go to everything. Wow. Wish I
2: had the time.
1: And they get college credit. Uh, here's one. Why for... can't I think of more comedies? Oh, I can't uh... what I fucking watched in the 90s. Uh, you know, oh, the Ben Stiller show. Ben
2: Stiller show, The State. Um, yes, yes, thank you. I really, really hope that they end up making that What Hot American Summer prequel. Yeah, trying to make fucking it, it so amazing. fucking good. Um, and uh, friends. Okay, moving <laughs> on. We got Taylor Bulk here uh hi chris Jonah, and i'm matt i really enjoy you guys talking about comedy open mics in la unfortunately i live in the bay area and i'm trying to be a stand-up comedian what do you mean unfortunately some of the best comedians working today are from the bay area Yeah,
1: san, san francisco is a great area well, the, the only comic, place man. i have
2: found is tommy t's in pleasanton which is a the really good punk band called your mother was from there um and the internet is really not helpful so it would be awesome if you could point me in the direction of some good open mics. Yeah, I drive don't wanna...
0: five and a half hours south. Wait, um, I'm five. wondering,
1: isn't, isn't a special thing list, like, regional?
2: I think, yeah, go to a specialthing.com um they usually have uh they have some it's a message board and usually they have uh places that, specific cities where you can look up open mics and stuff like that um
1: also, also you, there any, must be an sf weekly you could pick up
2: sf Week, i mean that's how i find my found my first open mic was la weekly i looked it up and it was the Bruco. yep the first one i ever went to um actually no the haha ha cafe was oh in the oh, valley yeah that place was horrible um but uh, you know, also there are there are a handful of clubs, comedy clubs in in San Francisco, which I'm sure have open mic nights that you can sign up for. Yep.
1: Yeah.
2: So yeah, San good Francisco. Luck, San Francisco's
1: is not like that guy who wrote us from Huntsville, Alabama. Like San Francisco has a comedy scene. There's the yeah. Purple Onion.
2: The Purple Onion. There's Cobs. There's the Punchline. The well, Green Room I've,
0: still I've open. i always felt like mm-hmm. the Green Room still Even open. Boston, I always felt like really didn't
1: have a lot. The
0: Boston comics scene apparently me, has died years. down
1: considerably yeah. since the days that, uh, like, Louis and those yeah, yeah, and yeah. Merman and those guys yeah, were. Really yeah. when I left it kind of just went mm-hmm. down. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you, you were when the linchpin. When you started.
2: Was, you were um, the linchpin that held that scene
1: together, <laughs> unknowingly.
2: Uh, but yeah, just, uh, I mean, you know, there's comics still there, right? I mean, most of I think, most of the moved down here, but uh, Alex Cole, who just released Wizard Hello. Um, very funny, Alex very Cole. Very funny guy. Um, he's a uh, Oh, he's up there still. Rob you know, Williams is still up there.
1: You can also go. I think um, s- is it Sunday nights or Tuesday nights? The the punchline does like a co- you know like a comic show that a lot of the comics go to. You just have to start talking to other comics too and asking them like, where do you guys go? Yeah, I mean, but don't be creepy and hang around too much. I mean, just... <laughs> no, it's all right to it's all right to ask. Hmm. It's all right to ask, but. There are probably, you know, a bunch of shows that don't even get listed in the SF Weekly, but you just have to create friend circles yeah. and, you know, do a little regional networking. Friends. Get in there. Ask questions. Get oh, answers. Uh, comments. Make plans. Get quiments. Oh, Jesus Christ. We got to go. Oh yeah, 7.45 and uh, your uh, Meltdown shows tonight shit. that I'm doing.
2: That's right. It's going to be a good show tonight.
1: Who's on besides me?
2: Uh, we got um, Tommy Jonagan.
1: Oh, I love Tommy Jonigan.
2: Yeah, we got James Adomian before he's moving to New York, which I don't like understand.
1: Adomian, brilliant. Wait, let me just say something about Tommy Johnnigan. Tommy Jonigan is one of those guys that could probably do the alternative rooms and the mainstream rooms. He reminds me of, like, Ray Romano in the sense that his jokes are so fucking good, but they are accessible to a wider audience than just the alternative scene. Like, he writes, you know, really solid, like, mainstream-themed jokes yeah and he is he's i think he's going to be huge That's someday awesome. tommy Jonigan.
2: uh jordan morris from uh this uh from jordan boy jesse go. detective the boy detective um i was on their show last week and it was a delight i love those guys so much they're great on fuel tv i'm sure uh no 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 i was on uh, uh jordan jesse go San, oh jordan JJ. i've been on fuel tv i've been on that daily JJ Habit go show. Yeah, JJ Go. It's a good... I mean, I'm sure anyone who listens to ours probably also checks those listen out. Prior to to there, but
1: if you sound yeah. to Young America, Jordan, Jesse, Go, any of the, any of the stuff that uh, Jesse Thorne's got yeah, going exactly. on Here's
2: book. something I want you to finish uh, this. Um, my Gmail account felt the need to inform me. Newspapers can be reused as wrapping paper for gifts. Noodle stories. Yep, yeah, exactly. That was from Brian S. Yeah. Um, or
1: do Do it again.
2: <clears throat> newspapers can be reused as wrapping paper for gifts. Zenith of moments. <laughs> no, that should be a... And then that's when I found out that newspapers can be reused as wrapping paper for gifts.
1: Zenith of a uh, moments. <laughs> Was it Zenith of a moment or Zenith of moments? Zenith uh, of moments.
2: Yeah, yeah, Zenith of moments. Zenith of moments. Zenith of moments. Um, and a couple uh, new releases this week on the old album charts let's see what you got there written down on your tiny piece of paper Joan Array. i wrote because i was checking out some new stuff today uh today that came out this week pick um, a and it's a pick up a, it's, it's a,
1: a recommendation, recommendation. <laughs> it's a recommendation we'll just keep, recycling, that that we'll just keep yeah. recycling the portmanteau yeah. formula
2: it's a nasa it's a trip <laughs> it's a nasa trip a trip. <laughs> a dipple
1: dipple uh, it's a tw- well tweet up is actually a
2: portmanteau Yeah, sure yeah um <laughs> Uh, there's a guy from uh, Tokyo Police Club a band that I don't really like a guy from that band Graham Wright just released a album called Shirts Versus Skins and it kind of has a uh, They Might Be Giants uh, mixed with uh, Moldy Peaches a little bit of a more kind of ulti countryside with Jayhawks and Clem Snide but the f- first track on it it's called Chuckle Fucks so I think it's, it's got a, a good <laughs> sense of humor it's really catchy really uh, cute Fact-based fun songs.
1: songs like TM They yeah. Might Be Giants
2: yeah yeah exactly. like no, nothing like that but then the spirit of just kind of having fun and a lot of different instrument instruments a lot of kind of like jumping genres from song to Gets song. I'm so
1: teased by They Might Be Giants. Someone tweeted uh, at TMBG, you should be on the Nerdist podcast. They tweeted back something like, sounds great. And then so I go in and I'm like, oh, anytime you to go, and all caps, probably no spaces. <laughs> <laughs> and I never heard back from them.
2: Oh, they're busy guys. I they have to make busy. a song a day. Yeah, I don't even think they live here. Uh, and then uh, Tame Impala from Australia. Oh they, yeah, um, really good uh, kind of uh, psychedelic. The the singer kind of sounds close to uh, later day John Lennon. Real fuzzy, real psychedelic, really cool kind of rock stuff there. Later so. day, John Lennon. <laughs> uh, dead. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, just like like last minute day. I'm just no like, longer oh! alive. Uh, today, some news came out that John Lennon, uh, his uh, his personal assistant said that he was planning on voting for Reagan. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, he had turned crazy right. And he viewed the guy who wrote the song "Imagine" as a uh, as a as a naive dude,
1: a pinko kami. Yeah,
2: he got we got way into uh, Reagan, and that's your music fun facts <laughs> for the day. Back to you, Chris, on the other side of the desk.
0: Oh, we might have a wholesale next week because I'll be gone. Yeah, you're going to be at your NASA tournament. Oh, we'll have, we'll
2: have a wholesale. Oh, okay. oh sure. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> Matt, there's not going to be. be a, it'll uh, be better. No. no, it won't. Is that what you wanted to hear? Myra anyway. Bowie.
1: I- hey, buddy. Hey, you got a long you got a long rod there fishing for compliments. Yeah, Buddy.
2: Myra Bowie. It's
0: like 12 feet.
2: Gosh. What was the name we came up with it you was. again? Myra no, Bowie. Myra no, Bowie. No, guys, Bowie. you
1: forgot it.
0: You forgot.
2: Myra Bowie, Myra Bowie. I feel like I remember that Myra Bowie that wasn't it. Well. That wasn't it. it just yeah. rolls Big C says the... vote
1: Myra Bowie. It was a different
2: thing. Team Myra Bowie. I'm
1: excited for your NASA tweet up, and I really hope I, I gave you... I gave you a Canon EOS 60D that you're going to take down there. Uh, I get to keep it. It's you, really great. You need to dig up yourself an, an SDHC card. I already ordered one on Amazon. Okay, good. Be here on it needs to be at least a number four. 16 gigas. Jigas. 16 gigawatts. Oh. <laughs> oh who's accidentally
0: accidentally on the phone? The phone. Who's what on do you mean you accidentally answered the phone? Your face to. fell you on the phone? Sorry. He he thought, no, we, we were so we're comfortable around. in conversation, Chris, a that he thought we were just talking.
2: Who are you talking to? I'm talking to Deanna. Oh, oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Deanna, say hello to the podcast. (laughs) Hey, we're
1: taking calls. We got one lucky listener. Uh, Hey, you're listening to K. uh, Who's this?
2: Caller, go ahead. Uh, Turn down your radio. Deanna, (laughs) what? Say hello. You're on the Nerdist podcast. Who is this? (laughs)
0: She doesn't want to be on. Right,
2: Dad, I fine. heard that uh, your
1: boyfriend is such a fucking idiot that he ran his bike not into a Chevy truck. I was just trying to make fun of you. Uh caller, if you're not going to turn <laughs> on your radio, we're going to have to go. Well, I think we are to have no, to let her no. go. I don't know what's going on here. We're wrapping up right now. Hey, I'm just going to repeat everything Jonah says, but in a radio voice. Does that? Does that? Does that? Oh. Do, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Does um, that soundboard um, work I'm, right now? That
0: just was there. Does that soundboard work? i a little bit. I'm sorry. All right, bye.
1: Bye. Damn it! I wonder, oh. what, I wonder what track it's on. I don't know. I'm looking for the. <laughs> nothing's marked. Oh wait, wait. Nothing's marked here. Let's see if I can if I can find this in the next second. Uh, uh, that's that, that that's the instant replay machine. <laughs> instant replay. Silence. Extreme. Burbank. Um, yeah, I don't see it. Throw, Damn them it. Up, throw them all up. What? No, I don't want to. Oh, I don't want to hit the wrong thing. Then throw them all back down. I wonder if that that's not CD one, two, or three. It's not phones. It's not. Open. Um. It's not. It's not this. Oh, and I just hit a good one too. Damn it. It's my dream Damn it. to get that to work.
2: <laughs> I don't know how to. I think, uh.
1: Too bad. Oh, oh, wait. Guys, ready? I think I found it. Oh, no. no. Damn it. So sure of myself.
0: We're not going to ruin the surprise. We'll eventually and figure yes, out how it works. And I've
1: fallen it. into a chamber of failure. This Zenith of Moments has been brought to you by Zenith. Zenith of Moments.
2: (laughs) From a distance. I think, uh. Myra is green and blue. Myra Bowie, Myra Bowie, enjoy your burrito. Myra's watching us. Myra's watching us. Myra,
1: they are. Enjoy your (sighs) burrito. It's a fucking show. Jump the shark, man! I'm gonna register my complaints in the comments (laughs) section. I can't fucking believe these jerks. The
2: show used to mean something. The show used to mean something. It used to be used to stand for something. It used to be about people. Used to be about people. It's about people and things. Now it's just ads.
1: And you have players. Put your mic cover back on, Myra Bowie. Myra Bowie.
2: Myra Bowie. Enjoy your burrito.
0: Now
1: leaving, Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. When you're committed to raising the standard, you're bound to ruffle some feathers. At Happy Egg, we like to say we farm differently. But in
2: reality, we produce eggs the way people used to, by partnering with local small family farmers who raise our happy hens on eight or more acres. Because in our opinion, farming shouldn't be complicated. It should be happy. Choose Happy with Happy Egg. Visit happyegg.com and look for the yellow carton at a store near you. Happy Egg.